FireRecruitmentAustralia.com. Become a firefighter without wasting years of your life, time, money, and effort on things that won't work. Get the facts and what works. You're listening to the Fire Recruitment Australia podcast with your host, Brent Clayton. It's Brent Clayton from FireRecruitmentAustralia.com with a podcast episode on how to become a firefighter without wasting years of your life, time, money, and effort on things that don't work. So each week we'll be covering a topic that you may need to get some more skills in or improve on in order to improve your chances of becoming a firefighter. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about psych tests or fire service personality tests that you're going to face on your way through the recruitment process. And today we're lucky enough to be talking to Lakin Smith, who is an organisational psychologist. Lakin's been working in the exact field that uh, looks at these tests and the best way to do it for the companies and the services that you're applying to. So she's a really great resource and we've been working with her over the years to create all of our courses and resources that we've got inside members. So, Lakin, thanks very much for coming along today. I really appreciate your time in joining me. Thank you, Brent. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Not at all. Um, so I'll just dive right into it and ask you, the what, what are the sort of the, the common pitfalls you see or common mistakes that most people make uh, in approaching psychometric tests or, you know, personality or psych tests? I think the biggest mistake is people aren't really aware of what psychometric tests are out there and what they're really being assessed on. So they kind of approach it as I'm just going to wing it or fake it until I make it. (laughs) And what they actually don't know is that you actually really can prepare for psychometric assessments that will put you one step forward against other people applying for the same job. That are not aware of it. So just... To put it into sort of layman's terms, are you saying that people aren't aware of the types of tests being used and the, I suppose the fact that you can in, in fact prepare for the test if you know what it is? Yes, exactly that. So people can actually do more research on what they're being tested on and what tests they are taking. And if you actually, what, your, what the potential employer should do is send out what tests you will be taking, and if you just do a simple Google search on it, <laughs> you can see who the test publisher is, and often they'll have example questions. Yeah, for sure. So you get an idea of what you can take before or something like the resources that you have on your website. Those are fantastic. It's a nice way to practice and prepare. Yeah, so I suppose the, the big thing with the fire service and, and a lot of recruiters and stuff like that is they keep that information very close to their chest because they don't want you to prepare for it and in my experience they also tell you that you cannot prepare for it which is why we've gone about working with you and other professionals so that we've got those resources there for people to access and and yeah have that option to prepare for it. So on that note a lot of people say will say you can't prepare for it with your aptitude assessments you definitely can prepare for it that is, it's like going back to high school and that is, it's doing simple math sometimes, it's using a calculator. And if our brains aren't thinking that way every day, sometimes we do lose sight of it. Same with the psych tests as well, is that what you're saying? Yeah, so the pers- look, when it comes to personality tests, it is a little bit different. Say you can't prepare for it because you can't really fake it. However, a lot of people get testing anxiety 
they'll just they just get testing anxiety they read through the questions too quickly they don't re read it properly and then they don't actually answer accurately so in that way you actually can't prepare for your for your psych test it's just practice 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 and coming familiar with the format so i suppose just to sort of recap the the sort of first two big ones it's not being aware of the type of tests and then also not not being familiar with with the type of tests. Would, would you say they're the two biggest ones? I think they're the two biggest ones. And then, and the third one is also, again, just that by not being aware of it, people often have testing anxiety. And as a psychologist, when I administer assessments, I have these candidates come in that are so frightened because I don't know what to expect. And there isn't, a, there isn't a real reason to be frightened, but if you just have some background into what you will be taking, and just an example question that will already alleviate your testing anxiety and just help you be more focused in the assessment. Yeah, you become more familiar with the environment, what to expect, all that sort of stuff. And I think what affects a lot of the guys we work with is because the goal that they're after, they want it so badly it increases that anxiety in that sort of environment, if that makes sense. Yes, definitely. Because they get extra nervous and, you know, extra anxiety. So that's that's a one that I see really affecting the, the guys that we work with. So they're probably the big three. Is there any other sort of common pitfalls or mistakes you see people make with these personality and psych-type tests? Yes, often people, so people really have their day jobs and they go to work from eight to five and then they try and do this assessment after work when you aren't very alert. So, and it's quite difficult because often a recruiter will give them an assessment and put pressure on them to take it within a day or two and, and they're very distracted. So it's very, it sounds very basic, but it is very important to get lots of sleep before. And if you are at home taking the assessments, it's to make sure that there's no distractions around you. Um, and try and ask the recruiter for enough time to maybe do it over a weekend instead of coming home and doing it after work when you're tired. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing with the fire services and that. They're pretty cutthroat and sort of don't have a much leeway for anybody because there's so many people applying. But, yeah, I suppose uh, what you're saying is if, if you do have the luxury of doing it computer-based at home just to make sure your environment's, you know, up to scratch and that you, you know, you haven't had a few beers or <laughs> that you're ready, <laughs> you know, you're ready. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. One of the other things I've actually noticed over the time is people sort of misinterpreting questions as well. So I reckon that's a that's another big one if you're not sort of on the ball and, and you're, you know, maybe a bit tired or you're stressed out or whatever, you can think that it's coming from one angle when, in fact, it's, it's not. So that's something that we've worked on with you to sort of, demystify I suppose so that's that's been a really good process for me to see as well as you know to a lot of people that I talk with during coaching and that to see their perspective and then see that it was really wrong and and it, it's to be expected that they've done poorly in the test and ultimately not got a position so Lakin if you were to take a personality test or a psych test how would you go about approaching the test so what I would do is I would try understand what tests that I will be taking. So again, it's about going um, online and just researching what tests we'll be taking, who the test publishers are. 
So you can get sample questions and you can also understand what you're actually being assessed on. So that's, that's, a, that's a very biggie. Um, if you don't have the luxury, like you said earlier, often recruiters keep it quite close to them because it's quite cutthroat. I would definitely look at the resources that we've put together, that we've made. That's massive, isn't it? Because there's so many different types, like the work safety and then the work styles and then the personality traits and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a massive one. So, yep. So it's about getting as much practice in as possible and even if it isn't the exact same test that you will be taking, just understanding what type of questions will be asked so you are prepared. The more practice you get, the better you'll do, the better that you will do. You'll feel more confident from taking the actual test. Yeah, excellent. So is that, is that sort of the main thing you do or is there other things you do as well? So that would be the first thing I do. And then obviously that'll be what we do before we take the test. And also make sure we get enough rest the night before. Yeah, for sure. That's a pretty then, fundamental one. And then on the day, I would just make sure that I'm prepared. So sometimes it's nice to have like a spare piece of paper lying around so you can write down notes or do a quick calculation or just help help write down, write down thoughts to simulate how you're going to get to your answer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But with regards to personality, it is about being honest, okay, when you are taking the assessment but also being logical and rational and reading the questions properly. So what you'll find is that there's a lot of questions and a lot of them seem very similar. Yeah. And that is there to almost trick you and just double confirm that you are answering accurately. So read those questions comprehensively. Um, and often your psych test and personality tests aren't timed. So you can take your time to read the questions properly and complete it thoroughly and accurately. In, in saying that, would you suggest that you could end up overanalyzing and if you were sort of that sort of person that's inclined to worry a bit too much or, or, or not so much? I think it is very possible and we have seen it. So as a psychologist, when we interpret your assessment reports and results, we do look at how long a person has taken. So at the beginning of an assessment, it should tell you how long it should take you about to complete so often it's 30 to 45 minutes. Um, however, it's not time, so you can take shorter or longer. So base your timing on what the test prescribes in the beginning, and then you know you're on the right track. Yeah, excellent. So just on that sort of the psychologist assessments sort of side of things, when you look at a personality you know, result, whether it be a work safety or work styles or a personality just test in general, you are also matching that up with other pieces of information that are gathered throughout the recruitment process. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Okay, so it's all got to be consistent along the way because if something is out of whack, it's going to rear its head. Like, yes. Yeah. So, for example, a recruiter will have access to your criminal records and if you answer you have no criminal records in a, in a psych assessment, then we know you're lying. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it, to be honest, like that's when you say it, it sounds pretty simple, yeah, and and obvious. But you know, um, I think sometimes people might overlook that because it might be like, have you ever done something that uh, you know sounds menial? But then if you've got a you know some sort of fine or whatever that contradicts that, they're, they're going to be like, okay, well that's. There's a flag there. So I think that's something really worthwhile considering as a potential applicant that, you know, 
I might think that I need a profile that looks exactly like this, but if it doesn't match up to everything over here, well, <laughs> that's going to cause me more trouble than telling the truth. Um, yeah. But, you know, horses for courses on that side of things too, like depending on the, the weighting of the question, etc. But everything's got its own sort of place, so... Yeah, I think that's definitely worth mentioning the the continuity of of the whole process. So, yeah. All right. Well, is do you have anything else to add to approach of uh, how you'd go about approaching the test from a psychologist sort of point of view? Not really. I think it really is the essence is to be honest, but logical. So another important step is to often. So you might have different fire services companies that are trying to attract and select slightly different profiles. So read that, read that job profile, understand what competencies that specific company is looking for, and then you, then you can gauge from the questions. But again, don't, don't just blatantly lie in the assessment because it will be picked up. Um, but answer with some logic and read the questions comprehensively. Yeah, I think it, it sort of it comes down to the same thing as most tests. It's like be prepared understand the job so that you you know like we've come up with a profile that sort of matches the general thing like you said they're all slightly different but if, if you can understand that it makes it much more easy to say oh, okay this question relates to that therefore you know it would be probable that getting a high score in this area is going to help me out you know and also being consistent with your answering definitely so Excellent. So normally at this sort of part of the interview, I'll just ask you for, you know, three or four sort of takeaways or lessons for people listening so they've got something actually tangible that they can go away and and do, take some action to sort of, you know, progress towards where they want to get to. So have you, have you got a few of those for us, Logan? Yes. So try to find out what tests you will be taking Research those test publishers. Go through the resources on your website. We put some nice videos together. That'll be a quick overview and a quick way for everyone just to understand what they will be taking. Look at practice questions and prepare as much as you can. Yeah, excellent. So that, I suppose, get familiar with the environment that you're, you're going to take the test in, whether that be home-based or, you know, in a big hall or whatever it is. And again, if you're applying to more than one fire services company, when you, t- when you apply to the first company and if you don't get it, ask the recruiter for feedback so you know next time you take the assessment where you can improve and where your weaknesses are. Yeah, yeah. So, like, very unlikely to get it, but like you said, you, you never know. I very much doubt they give it out because, like, we're talking about sometimes thousands of applicants and stuff like that. So, they, some companies give them feedback like Revalian or whatever they are will give you a graph automatically, which is really handy because you can sort of see where you're sitting and stuff like that. But in general, they, they do keep it pretty tight to their chest, which pretty is close. exactly why we've, you know, worked with you and written other resources so, to help people really understand a little bit deeper about what's sort of going on fundamentally and where they, where they need to go. So that's... Excellent. So, look, thanks very much for coming on. You've been excellent, and uh, I think you've shared some really good insights that if people sort of go and follow, it's going to really help them out. So thanks very much. Pleasure, and good luck, everyone.
So at the end of each episode, I've got a special offer for those of you that have stuck around and listened to the episode and enjoyed it. I think you might want some help with this particular topic. So the offer today is a free firefighter personality profile. So that's something that we've created with Lakin's help to show you the areas that you need to be falling into uh, to build a positive profile towards your firefighter application. So if you go over to firerecruitmentaustralia.com.au and check out the blog, you'll be able to download it from that page. Thanks very much for tuning in today. If you've liked what we've covered, make sure you give us a, a nice review below and check in next time. Thanks very much. I'm Brent Clayton. This is a podcast episode for firerecruitmentaustralia.com. Bye for now. You're listening to the Fire Recruitment Australia podcast with Brent Clayton. Visit firerecruitmentaustralia.com.